Hey friends, last week we talked about fighting the good fight of faith. Well, this week I want to remind and encourage you that we already have the victory. So although we feel like we're constantly fighting for something, which is true, we have to remember the end. Keep the end in mind while you're fighting the good fight of faith that we are conquerors. We have the victory. I'm going to tell you more today in this podcast. Stay tuned. Are you tired of social media posts that boast the perfect family? Has it ever made you question what you are doing wrong? Have you ever questioned why God would entrust you to raise another human, let alone two or more? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm here to assure you that God does not make mistakes. You are the parent of your children on purpose. That's right, you, in all your imperfection. I want to encourage you that with God's help, you can parent your kids exactly how they need. Sure, you'll make mistakes along the way, but we have God's grace to fill in our gaps, and He's just waiting to lift you up and help you out. So join me today as we partner with God in our parenting journeys for an uplifting message of hope. But don't forget to say hi to God first. He loves you and is waiting for you to hang out with him each day. Ready? Let's go. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. Thanks for joining me again. I appreciate every single one of you. And I love that you keep coming back for more. God's truth is where it's at. So let's dive in. Last week, we meant I mentioned uh, a lot about the fight that we're fighting, right? On behalf of our kids, on behalf of ourselves. Well, I wanted to point it out. I'm sorry. (laughs) I wanted to point out what really carries me. There are a few Christian songs that I absolutely love because what they talk about is the victory of Christ and the victory that we have in Christ. I get so excited. I just like pump my fists up in the air, you know, a little Arsenio Hall for those of you who are my generation, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, yes, woohoo! It's like we've already won. It's the end of the game and our team has come out on top. We beat all the others. We are no longer the underdogs. We are the victors. And I get so excited when I hear those words coming in those songs is a few of them and off the top of my head I cannot tell you the names of them but perhaps I'll throw them in the show notes later when I when I discover them again but it, sometimes they catch me off guard and I hear it and I'm like oh yeah I am a victor I am a conqueror that is amazing and it lifts my spirits because I know that there's hope I know that there's hope because of what Jesus has done for us He died on the cross not only just to save us from our own sins, but he saved us from the darkness. He saved us in the battle that we face every day. We get to look ahead and we actually get to know the end of the story. If you've never read Revelation, I highly recommend it. It gets a bad rap for being dark, but really it's a book of hope. So I really encourage you to read Revelation. And I'm actually not going to quote from Revelation today at all because I really want you to get into it on your own and discern it and read it and take it in and 
don't be afraid to read it because it really truly is a book of hope. I mean, the whole Bible is, but that tells us the end of the story. I mean, a lot of times we say, well, we don't know what the future holds, but we kind of do. We, we may not know what our future on earth holds, but we know that Christ has the victory. We already know that. What kills me sometimes, it makes me laugh, is doesn't the devil know it too? Why does he keep trying? Why does he work so hard to try to turn us away from God when he knows that he loses in the end? Has he, has he not read the Bible? I mean, I know he knows scripture. He uses it against us all the time. He used it against Jesus. Does he not know the end of the story? Does he not care? Does he think he has control and can change? Well, well not change, but change the end. Well, since he's the father of lies, I, I have a feeling that he thinks that he's going to be able to change the truth. Uh, no, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> you have no control over that. You have no power over that because God is the ultimate. Jesus is the victor and that's not going to change. Keep trying, devil, but you're not going to get me or my friends. Well, in parenting every day, right, it feels like a struggle. Some days are joyful to the end. And some days are hard, but that's the beauty of parenting is we get to do it every day. We get to join along the path of our children's faith and fight that good fight that I talked about last week. I'm not going to get into the fighting part of it because we talked about that last week. So you can look back and check it out and check out all the scripture. I mean, I think I threw a whole lot at you last week uh, because it's just rich with equipping us in the word. It's beautiful. The Bible just fills us up with what we need every single day. So I really encourage you to get into it. But today I want to talk to you about the assurance of our victory, our conquering over our trials and troubles and tribulations and the schemes and lies of the devil. It's in there. So let's get into it. So this is the scripture that actually inspired me to talk about this today. And it's from 1 John 4, verse 4. Little children, that's us, by the way. <laughs> Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. That's the spirits of the Antichrist in the world in this particular scripture. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So we have a, a living and active Holy Spirit with us every single moment of every single day who is greater than who is in the world greater more powerful second timothy 1 verse 7 says for god gives us a spirit not of fear but of power boom power and love and self-control we have that in us did you know that my friend you have the power of love power of self-control and the power of the Holy Spirit right there with you. Now, some days it might not feel like it. You might feel completely powerless, energyless, uh, hopeless, but don't let that overcome you because you have already won. You have already won. Jesus did the work for us. John 16, 33 says, I have said these things to you 
that in me you may have peace. So there, my friends, there's your peace. Your peace is in Jesus. In the world, you will have tribulation. Sorry to say there's a promise there, but it is a promise. But take heart. I love it when Jesus says take heart. Because it's like, hey, focus your heart on what I'm about to say, because this is super important. So this is what he says. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Who who has overcome the world? That would be Jesus. Jesus already overcame the world. See, he already gave you the spoiler alert. He has already overcome it. And if we're living in him through his Holy Spirit, through our faith, he, we've already overcome the world too because we live in him and we can rest in his peace and assurance that he has already overcome it. Yes, we're going to still go through trials and tribulations. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, we are going to constantly be refined and bettered because of the hard times. Why do we have to go through hard times to be better? I don't know, but I I can sure tell you that if I didn't go through the hard times that I have gone through in my life and in my parenting, I would not be who I am today. And I'm so thankful because I was an ignorant mess before. And I'm still an ignorant mess in many ways. But God is working in me every day to grow my wisdom, to open my eyes to new truths, to see my children in different ways, to guide them and love them the way he does, the only way he does. He loves my kids and your kids more than I could ever imagine. And that's amazing to me because... You know how much you love your kids, and I know how much I love my kids, and I can't imagine anybody loving them more because it's it's measureless, right? We love our kids more than like, so much some days that it hurts because it's just so big. And yet God somehow, some way, in his immeasurable beauty, loves them more. So why wouldn't he overcome the world for them? And for us, because we are his children. He loves us that way too. Remember that. You are a child of God too. So all the things we go through for and with and next to and alongside of our children, he's doing the same with us, except he has all the power and victory, which he has given to us as a gift through Jesus. We're lucky, aren't we? We get to share in our Almighty's power. We get to share in his victory. He doesn't keep it all to himself. We absolutely need to give him the glory and the thanks for for, for doing it, for doing the work that we can't. But he shares it with us. It's like saying, hey, Michael Phelps, he got gold a bazillion times, right, for swimming. And yet when he gets up on that podium, he's saying, you know what, we're all winners here. How about about we cut this medal into three and all three of us on this podium can share the gold? That's like God doing that with us. Michael Phelps isn't going to do that. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I'm just saying he, he earned it. He earned those golds. He absolutely did. He worked hard and did all that. And those are his golds. He doesn't have to share. And God doesn't have to either. It's not a have to situation. He does it because he loves us. He loves us like little children. And he wants the best for us. And who is the best? He is. So he gives himself to us. He gave himself to us through Jesus, through Jesus' victory. And I love that. 1 John 5, 5 says, Who is it that overcomes the world 
except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, if you believe that, you have overcome the world. That's what this is saying. How? Well, let's back up a little bit. Let's back up in 1 John 4.18. There is no fear in love, but to per- but perfect love casts out fear. That's how he does it. Perfect love. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not judging at all. That's not what I'm saying here. Uh, and Well, I'm not saying it. That's... <laughs> That's the Bible, but I'm not using it to, to, to judge. What I'm saying is it's a good thing. There's no fear in love. We are full of love. We are made out of love. Fear has no place in us because we are made in love. No, not at all. We do not need to be anxious in this world because we have God. We have him within us. Okay. And we have the tools we need to remind us that we have the victory. We have the hope. We have the conquering. Okay. We have the victory. It's amazing. It's amazing. But, uh, for uh, here, here we go. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I have so much scripture. Actually, I'm not sorry. (laughs) So much scripture to throw at you right now because it's beautiful and it's the truth and it weaves together. Man, I don't know about you guys. Um, and maybe a lot of you aren't fans of this because, of um, what some people judge it by the subject matter, but I'm a very big Harry Potter fan and you can judge me however you want, but there it is. I love it because love conquers all in that story and it's very beautiful. And I actually use it a lot for um, teachable moments about God's love because it really, it really does line up beautifully with it. So regardless of the witchcraft and wizardry that's in it, uh, that's really not the storyline. So for those of you who are anti-Harry Potter, I'm sorry, but I am going to... Um, and I think I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, dear. Well, I'll get back to it. Um, but really, that story is about love conquering all. And here it is. Love conquers all. All. It's the most powerful thing because it's God. God is love. Love is God. Without God, it's not true love. And love conquers all. Love casts out fear. So God casts out fear. So where God is, fear cannot be. So I'm not saying that when you're fearful, you're not holding on to God. But think about it. When we're afraid... Because I'm not just not talking to you. I'm talking to me too. When we are afraid of something, when something is terrifying us, making us anxious, making us worry, taking away our hope, that is not of God. God is not, is not in that at all. That is the devil scheming and lying and trying to steal our joy, our victory, our trust, our hope, our faith. And so we need to do two things. Okay. We need to do one thing which is submit ourselves to God. James 4, 7 says this. It's not, there's, there's, a, there's a part that people use, a quote that people use from this, which is resist the devil and he will flee. But they forget often the first part of this scripture. They go hand in hand. The first one is submit yourselves therefore to God. So we need to take all of that fear and anxiety and worry 
and submit it to God and say, this is not of you, God. I'm handing this over. I want to get rid of this. I'm submitting my spirit to you. I'm saying, okay, I'm going to be under your love. I'm going to be under your trust, your power, your strength. Here, God, I'm laying it at your feet. I'm submitting myself to you. I'm not going to let the devil fill me up with all this junk that I know is not of you, that I know is not true, and it's not fruitful. It's not helpful, right? I mean, nothing good comes from those things. Why do you think we have such a massive mental health problem right now in this world? Not just the country, but in this world. Because people are letting those things rule their hearts and their minds. And sure, there are other issues too. There's some chemical imbalances and things um, that factor into some people. But the majority, I believe, and I'm no psychologist, this is not a diagnosis, do not take it as such. I believe from what I am seeing in this world, it is because people are allowing these things to rule and not go to the scriptures. So many people just don't even know God. And if they would just give him an opportunity to speak to their heart, they would see this very simple truth. And maybe it's not so simple, but it's black and white and red. Okay. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Boom. Step one. Because when you do that, you have the power of the Holy Spirit in you so that you can resist the devil. Because we can't do that without Christ. We can't do that without him in our hearts. Resist the devil and he will flee. It doesn't say he'll flitter about and try again and again. Oh, he's going to stick around and see if he can, he can uh, you know, maybe sneak in there and do something better. He's going to try again and again. He will flee. Yeah, he might come back later. But we just do it again. We submit our stuff to God. Our whole selves, all the feelings, all the emotions, all the thoughts, all the worries, all the things that come and attack us. And we we don't allow that. We say, no, I don't think so. We are putting that under God's authority under God's rule, under his power. We are giving it to him because we can't do anything without him, right? We can do all things through him who strengthen us, Philippians 4.13. But we can't do this. This is hard. We can't do it without him. And so many people try to do it without him. And I believe that that is where the mental health crisis is happening because People don't know that we have a God that loves us and can help us. And then we can trust him with everything because he loves us. He made us who we are. He has so much to offer. He has the power to get rid of all of that. He's not going to just snap his fingers and do it though. Many people are like, why is God making me go through this? Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Maybe you need to be refined, but do you trust That in the end, you have the victory through him? Do you trust that you are more than conquerors in him? Do you? I hope so, friends. You can. That's the message. You can trust him. He is not trying to torture us. He is not trying to make us give in to the worst. No, he wants us to lean on him, not on our own understanding. He wants us to trust him with everything, everything, including our children. He wants us to trust him in our parenting. He wants us to come to him. He doesn't want us going to each other, 
just each other. He has given us fellowship. He has given us support. He has given us accountability. He has given us loving people in our lives to help us. But the first and foremost place to go when we are struggling in not just our parenting, but in life, and the same thing goes with directing our children, the first and foremost place to go is on our knees, in prayer, in supplication, with thanksgiving to God. And say, God, you know what I'm going through. I say this all the time. You know what I'm dealing with. You know what I'm going through. You know where I'm so confused, overwhelmed, anxious, worried. Lord, take this from me so that I may see your truth and your victory in this. Guide me daily through your Holy Spirit that I may see your truth and wisdom and I can parent through your eyes. Does it make it easy every single day? No, I'm human. It's I I might take it back. <laughs> I'll be honest, I take it back sometimes. I don't want to, but it, sometimes I do it without realizing it. And then eventually my eyes open up and I realize, oops, I did it again. All right, God, here I'm laying it back at your feet. Take this, please. Teach me what to do here because I am at a loss I'm at my wits end and thank God your wits don't end. (laughs) There's a frank prayer for you right there. Okay. Just tell him how you're feeling. Tell him what you're going through. He knows, but pour it out and trust him with it. Trust him to guide you. Listen for what he has to tell you. Pay attention because he's going to show you all around you. He's going to provide opportunity. Be careful. Be careful. He is going to provide the opportunity to practice what he's teaching you. That gets hard. But we have to remember and we have to trust what he is doing is good. And we must absolutely point to him for the glory. Because the victory is not only ours, but it's his. First and foremost, it is his Romans 8.37 says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So we get to share the victory. We get to share it. The darkness is not going to win where there is light. John 1.5 assures us of that. Where the light shines in the darkness, the darkness has not overcome it. There can't be dark where there's light. So let the light shine. Let God's light shine. All right, I'm going to leave you with a few scriptures of of hope, of action, the next things to accomplish. So if you're in a place where you can write them down, go for it. If not, replay this later. It's about minute 21, wrapping up. So that's where you want to forward if you want to write these down later for reference. But Romans 8, 28. And we know, I love the word know, and this is K-N-O-W, because it's an assurance. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for his good. For those who are called according to his purpose. James 4, verse 7. This is what I said earlier. Remember, this is our call to action. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Keep that handy. Remember that. Second Timothy 1 verse 7. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. It's in us, guys. We've got what we need. God's equip- equipping us. 
Okay, we are ready. We're ready for the battle. We're ready for the fight. We're ready to be a victor. We're ready to win the fight because we already have. Philippians 4.16 Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. There is your submission. Okay? Submitting to Him is key. Letting Him equip us for the battle, trusting that He has the victory, and so do we, and being thankful that we've already won. All right? I hope that encouraged you today, guys. I'm going to leave you with a real simple prayer that, Lord, I just pray that everybody listening would remember that they have the victory in you, would remember that we are conquerors of this world because of you. With you, all things are possible. With you in us, daily walking alongside us, we know that we have what it takes to overcome the lies of the devil, the schemes of the devil, that we can submit everything to you and he will flee. He has no choice. He can't be where there's light. Where there's light, there's no darkness. So, Lord, we submit to you our worries. We submit to you our fears. We submit to you our cares. We submit to you our children. We submit to you our families. We submit to you our day right now that it would be in glory of you, that we would walk steadfastly in your truth, that we would trust you with ourselves, with our children, with our families, with our day, that you have the best for us because you love us. And that we have the victory in you because you love us. So thank you for that. Thank you for telling us the end of the story. And let us trust in you that it will all work out for the good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, have an amazing day. Remember, you do have the victory. You are more than conquerors. The light shines. The darkness flees. And you're going to be okay. Parenting is a good thing. It's fun. It's great. It's hard. But there's nothing else like it in this world that gives us a glimpse of God's love for us more than parenting. So enjoy your families today. Be thankful for everything you have. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. I am so glad that you joined us today. This is so much fun to be able to encourage you and remind you that God loves you and wants to partner with you in your parenting journey. Remember, he made you the parent of your kids on purpose. If you like this episode, please, please take time to rate and review it so that other people can find this podcast as well. I'd really appreciate it. And I think so would other people who get to be blessed by this. And share it with friends and family that you think it would bless too. Let's spread the word and let people know that God loves them and wants to be with them each and every day in their parenting journey. Thanks for stopping by and I hope you join us next week.